Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, the Spirit of the Lord is already moving. You're waiting for something else. And I'm telling you right now, the Holy Ghost is in this place right now. There are some of you right now that God is just waiting for you to respond. And if you will respond, I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, this place would explode. You don't need to question. You just need to go ahead and stretch. Trust. Trust what you're feeling. Trust what you're sensing. And move in the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Don't hold that back. Don't hold that back. Come on. Move into his presence right now. Let him use you. Make yourself a a willing vessel. In the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost is moving all over this sanctuary. He's moving all over this sanctuary. There are people all over this sanctuary that are reaching out after God. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, this isn't for superstars. This isn't for special people. This is for you. This is why you were brought into the kingdom. God wants to use you. He wants to demonstrate and prove to you that he will use you. But you've got to act. you got to step out on it. you got to step out on his voice. Trust him. Elamando robo corriata baja. Elamayando lobo corriata la bashata bahaya. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, we're singing about the supernatural. We preach about the supernatural. But when the opportunity presents itself, we shy away. Come on, God wants to use you. You are his instrument. Hatabo shakanda la bahaya. Elabayando la lobo shatayanda bahaya. Elabayando wakorababayanda bahaya. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know what you're waiting for. Come on, let him use you. Let him flow through you. Oh, Come on, be an instrument of victory for somebody. Be an instrument of deliverance for somebody. Come on, let the Lord use you. Let the Lord speak through you. Come on, this is in your DNA. This is a part of you. This is why you're in the kingdom. (laughs) 
Yes, yes, yes. Come on. Oh, if you're not praying with someone, find somebody. Find somebody. Make a connection with somebody right now. Come on. Come on. This is a part of your DNA. This is a part of your makeup. This is part of you. This is why you were brought into the kingdom. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. This is why we need to pray. This is why we need to tune in. This is why we need to get in position before service. We don't have to wait until somebody plays or sings. We need to be in tune when we walk in the door so that when God is ready, we can move. And I'm telling you right now, He's ready to move. He's ready to work. He will work, but somebody's got to let him. Somebody's got to yield. Somebody's got to say, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Hey, Atabo Shakandabaha. Helabayandolobo Shatabaha. If you don't hear another word of preaching tonight, another word of exhortation tonight, and you act on God, act on what you're feeling right now. There's somebody here right now. You're right in the throes of making a a, a very heavy decision. I don't know who you are. I don't need to know, but the Holy Ghost knows. But you need counsel. You need to hear from God. Come on. Open your heart. Open your spirit. make that decision without the counsel of God. Don't make that decision without God's input. I'm not trying to be ugly or mean. But there's some young people here waiting on the older to do it. No, 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 no. You need to step out. You need to move. You need to move. You need to move. God's wanting to teach you something. Come on, respond to his voice. Respond to his voice. That gentle impulse that you're feeling down in your spirit. That voice that comes almost like a whisper. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Hatamoho robo shakanda.
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Oh yeah. Shakara Mahasaya. Hela Mahaya Tabahaya. Somebody needs a touch from God. I said somebody needs a touch from God. Come on, stretch yourself. Step out of your comfort zone. Step out of where it's easy. Find somebody with a need. Find somebody that you think's got a need. And let it flow. Come on. Shekatara Mahaya. It might be your ministry. It might be your prayers. It might be your words of encouragement. That lifts that individual out of that dark place. In the name of Jesus. Oh, come on. Is God in you or not? This is more than a tongue-talking experience, folks. So this is more than a tongue-talking experience. Ah. He filled you so that he could minister to the world. He empowered you so that he could impact the world. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke the spirit of depression right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, let him use you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. In the name of Jesus. Hey, Come on. <laughs> let him do it. It's one thing to talk about the supernatural. It's another thing to let him work. You don't have to understand everything and how he does everything. All he wants to know, are you willing to obey me? Are you willing to obey my voice in spite of what you feel? Come on, in the name of Jesus. God's moving all over this place. God's moving all over this place. 
Raboshe Hika Rebehesando Boshe Hika Ramahayando Loroboshe Come on, we can't do it without him. Let's stop playing games and let's let him know. Let's finally acknowledge we can't do this without him. What God wants to do, you're not able to do it. But if you will let him, if you will let him flow through you, if you will release that gift, release that grace. Oh, in the name of Jesus. For by his grace we live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, touch my friend. Touch my friend tonight, God. Oh, God, make it real to him. Make it real, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, I lose strength right now. I lose faith right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. This church has been in transition long enough. It's time. It's time for you to take a hold of the baton that's being passed to you. Come on. We've been in transition long enough. Hands extended. Come on with faith. It's time for you to take a hold. It's time to take a hold. This is the night. This is it. This is the night you take hold. This is the night you make it yours. This is the night that you engage. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost is not done. He hadn't gone anywhere. Come on. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God. I hope, I hope all the talking that I see going on is ministry talk. I pray that that's the case. I hope all the chatter that I'm, I'm seeing is Holy Ghost chatter and not just us chewing the fat. Come on. Come on. He wants to employ you. He wants to empower you. He wants to use you. And there is no age limitation.
Come on. Come on, young people. It's time. It's time. Take a hold of it. Take a hold of it. Take a hold of it. Come on. This is your time. Oh, in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Halalabahaya. In the name of Jesus. Anybody really hungry for a genuine move of the Holy Ghost? Ha. Oh, hallelujah. Harabashe. Eliando boshato lorobosha. Elamando rialalabosha anda yalamakai. Sister Shear, can you get her to stand up, please? I don't know what's going on. I don't need to know what's going on. God knows what's going on. And he wants you to know that he knows. If you'll just raise your hands right now. And let him have it right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, yeah. Yeah, 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 Mando Come on, yeah. Come on, you ask for it. You ask for it. Come on, in Jesus' name. Yeah, Come on, God's moving all over this place. You don't need to know everything. I don't need to know everything. He just wants to know, are you willing to obey? It doesn't have to make sense to you. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Ramando Bokosha. Ele moho ramande yaku. Ela mahashando lolobushata. Ramande alalobushata. Hallelujah. Come on, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus. Remando Bokoshaya. Oh, Jesus.
in Jesus' name. Shiki Oloroboko in the name of Jesus Christ, I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, trust you lord and i believe you lord in jesus name jesus name in jesus name hallelujah hallelujah this is not a time to attempt or try to make a show this is about releasing you to be what God has called you to be. You say, well, Brother Middleton, suppose I miss it. <laughs> suppose you do. Suppose you miss the opportunity. Suppose you miss that time. Suppose you had the word of encouragement. Suppose you had what it took for that situation and you decided to, well, I can't do that. And that person that God chose for you to minister to, they walk out. Missing out on what God wanted to do. Have I missed it? Can I tell you a secret? I've missed it more times than I hit it. But if you're not willing to fail, you'll never see what God wants. It took me a long time to learn that. A long time. Because I figured it's got to be perfect. But there are ministries that have been sown into the DNA of this, this church that now, I was, while I was praying a minute ago, I used the word transition. This, this, you got to be blind to, to, to not see the transition that's already begun to take place. And we're well into the transition. Okay? But along with that transition, it's not just our worship. It's not just... Brother Bray, our prayers. It's not just our holiness. This baton is being passed to this next generation. And it's time for you to take a hold of it. It's time for you to grasp it for yourself. And let God use you. I, I got to... A prop here. I normally don't use any kind of props. Nothing like that. I was going to talk about races. Different type of races. I was going to talk about 
you know, track and field type stuff. When I was a kid, they used to call the one race that I was pretty good at uh, the 100-yard dash. That surely just was based on my ability, my speed, my strength, and I could beat the other guy. Believe it or not, I was fairly athletic. I think my best time was about 10, 10 5, way back when. It's probably 10 5 now, but it's not 10 seconds. <laughs> but I was, I, I was a pretty good athlete. But that's just one, one type of race the Lord brought to my attention. The other was one of the things my daughter does. She does like marathons. But it really doesn't matter about real athleticism and just determination and willingness to gut it out. And uh, she's one of those. I mean, she can, she can run for days. In fact, both of them. They can run for days. I don't know where they got that kind of endurance. But that's the same kind of endurance you need in living for God. Because we all know the race is not given to the, nor to the, but he that. You got to have a little bit of endurance in you. It's easy to give up. It's easy to give up when things don't go your way. It's easy to give up when it seems like everybody's against you. You can turn tail and take off. It's easy. But in order to, to win that particular race, you've got to have some endurance. You've got to learn to pace yourself. And if you don't pace yourself, you'll lose the race just, just because you just burnt out your energies too early. And sometimes it's just best to, to tone it back a little bit. So that you can make it the whole race. I've been living for God now for 40 years. And I've seen a lot of superstars. I've seen a lot of guys and girls come blazing a trail. And they last for six months. A year. Two years. And then the question is, where did they go? What happened to them? They didn't have any endurance. They didn't have any patience. If you're going to win this race, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to employ some patience. Amen? But the one race that I really wanted to get to today is not the sprint and it's not the endurance race. The one that I wanted to get into was the relay race. And I know you've seen this, you've heard this pastor uses it beautifully every time he does it. Now, I can't do it like he does it. Does it? I just do it like Brother Middleton does. Is that all right? But in that race, there are some important things. You have teammates. You got team, teammates that you've got to learn how to work with them. You know, there's some of us, we need to learn that we're not going to win this race on our own. Believe it or not, 
You need that person next to you. You need that person across the aisle from you. You know the one that you try to ignore when they walk in the door? If they name the name of Jesus, guess what? You need them. You need them. That may be your running partner. That may be the one that's handing the baton to you next. And we've got some, some older saints around here. They've been carrying the baton a long time. And they won't tell you. But you know what they're looking for, Josh? They're looking for somebody to hand it off to. Not yet. <laughs> but they're looking for somebody to hand that thing off to. Somebody that's proven that they're going to be faithful with it. Amen. Because this is more than about you. This is about us. Because if we don't run and run properly and lawfully and we get disqualified, you're not the only one that loses. We all lose. Amen. So when we talk about the spirit of ministry that, that was happening here a few minutes ago, that's a part of your DNA. And if that gets lost, we all lose. It's not about just Acts 2.38. We're talking about apostolic ministry. That's why you were born into the kingdom. That's why you were brought into the kingdom. It's more than a, a tongue-talking experience and sitting at the bus stop and waiting for Jesus to come. He put something inside of each and every one of you. And it's going to be your turn. In fact, it is your turn. Now. I had an individual come to me a couple of weeks ago. And of course, you know, we do our 15, 20 minutes of prayer before service. And... Uh, this is a young guy. He came to me. He says he had the opportunity to, to lead it a time or two. And he says, Brother Middleton, how in the world do you do that? And I looked at him. I'm like, what do you mean? Excuse me. He says, man, you, you've been doing this for a long time. How do you do that and not get upset? How do you do that and not let it cause you to cause your spirit to just. And I just kind of chuckled. Said it takes a lot of grace. Can I say this to you? The devil is not our problem. And it's not the individual next to you either. We do have a problem, but it's not a devil problem. I'm telling you, if the devil was in this place, all you got to do is whisper the name of Jesus. And that guy, he starts shaking. He's looking for an exit. You don't whisper his name twice because he's out of here. That's not the problem. Our problem 
I said our, not your. Our problem is flesh. Flesh. We come in. He asked me, he says, man, I don't know. He says, and two minutes before the keyboard starts, it's like everybody wakes up. He says, man, how do you deal with that? I said, man, it just takes a lot of grace because everything in me wants to scream and holler. And... But if you think you're going to have a supernatural moving of the Holy Ghost, and not find a place of prayer. You're deceiving yourselves. We're deceiving ourselves. If we think we can just walk in here at quarter to six. And say amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Jesus name. And we're going to have a move of God. Oh the preacher will preach. And he will do a fantastic job. But because the word went forth and we couldn't mix it with faith, we missed out on what God really wanted to do. So what I feel like this old guy needs to do, needs to work on this, this flesh a little bit. If I could encourage you, you don't know how long this has been kind of brewing been brewing a long time but coming in here let's just say if we came in at 530 and we gave God a solid 30 minutes not because it takes 30 minutes but because it takes us 30 minutes to get in position so that he can do what he wants to do if we came in and spent that 30 minutes and getting in position and allowing him to move in and through us, when the preaching starts, I promise you, the preacher, wouldn't, he wouldn't get finished preaching. Because there'll be somebody back there says, I know where he's going. I got that. Somebody will say, oh, we were praying about that just before service. See, you're already in tune. You're already there with him. And he doesn't have to preach and re-preach. He can just speak it, and then God can be able to do what he wants to do. You talk about releasing the supernatural. The devil can't stop God from working. He can't. He can't stop God from working. The only agency that can stop him from working is you and I. But there are those faithful in the ministry who have been around for years and they're still carrying their torch. Sister Gross, can you make it up here Now, when I got here, she was here, and her husband also. 
Sister Chris, you know what I really wanted? I wanted three of these. But I started painting them. And then when I went to pick them up, they were all on my hands. So I had to find another way to do it. <laughs> but there are those of you that, that, that frequent the, the Wednesday night prayer meeting. And Sister Chris is in charge of directing or leading that. And I know, not because anybody told me, but because I just know how we are. Some young ladies that attend that meeting and you look at Sister Chris and go, wow, how did she plug in like that? How did she do that? Can I tell you, she's one of those ones that have been carrying a baton and looking for somebody that she can hand it off to. Instead of sitting back and looking at it and going, wow, what about drawing a little bit closer? Drawing a little bit closer and feel the flame of that fire, that burden, that faith that emanates from her. And take a hold of it for yourself. The same thing with, you know, I'm going to say this, I might get in trouble, but I've been in trouble before. Probably one of the most misunderstood characteristics about God that I think is out there, Sister Gross, is holiness. Everybody thinks they know what holiness is, but then when you sit down and pin them down and ask them what holiness is, everybody looks at you like, um, um, um. But it's more than just you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't go here and you can't go there. It's more than that. You're talking about his essence. You're talking about his person. You're talking more, more than just separation. And I asked Sister Gross to come here today, stand before you, because there is, if we're not careful, we're going to lose holiness altogether. We're going to lose it. Not because God wants us to, but somebody's got to take up that baton. Somebody's got to grab it for themselves. Somebody's got to say... I believe that. I believe that's what God wants from us. I don't necessarily understand it all, but I believe that's right. Instead of just going by and doing what everybody else is doing. You know what I found out about uh, religion? Sister Gross, <laughs> religion is easy. It's really easy because all you got to do is, you know, just stay dressed. You know, attitudes got to be whatever, but that's easy. 
The thing is, if you really want to know what holiness is, try letting Jesus live inside of you. Try letting Jesus really live on the inside of you. And what do you mean, Brother Middleton? Because he's not going to move in without giving you suggestions. I'll just leave it like that. Suggestions. What do you think about this? Don't you love it when the Holy Ghost does that? I remember when I got married, right before I got married, you know, the Lord said, posed it to me as a question. He didn't say, marry Linda Colbert. He didn't say that. You know what he said? He says, kind of did it like a friend. He says, what do you think about Linda Colbert? And I was like, Lord, I don't. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. She knows the story. I don't. But she didn't want anything to do with me either. (laughs) But you know what? We've been married now for 38 years on your anniversary. Not your wedding day. 38 years. And I can't see myself having made another decision. But when he offers suggestions to you, (laughs) just understand what they are. But we have prayer, we've got holiness, and we have our worship. That baton of worship that is a a flag for the apostolic church. There's nothing like true apostolic worship. There's nothing like it. Because when you begin to exalt and magnify the name of Jesus. It's not about me. It's about him. And you begin to lift him up. And then all of a sudden, the glory of God fills this place. I challenge you, go somewhere else and find that. Go somewhere else and find that. Where you can walk into a sanctuary and raise your hands and say, Jesus, I love you and I give myself to you. And you have been worn out, dragged out, tired out. And all of a sudden, when you lift your hands, the presence of God, the anointing of God comes down on you. That refreshing comes down on you. There is nothing like that. Don't think that everybody has that. I don't care how pretty the songs are. I really don't care how pretty. And there are some beautiful songs out there. But oh, don't make any mistake. Don't make the songs about you. Make the songs about him. Make the songs about him. I I, I know. Sister Gross, let me hold my baton back. You can... Huh? Yeah. Y'all got a good glimpse of holiness? 
And, and she even did it with a good attitude. <laughs> but that's who we are. That's what we do. Don't let secular Christianity inroad into your life. And now you're not thinking like an apostolic. You're not even thinking like a Pentecostal. Remember, Pentecostal is an experience. That's an experience. But apostolic is something completely different. And I want you to know that's what you are. Young ladies, you're apostolic young ladies. Young men, you're apostolic young men. That's in your DNA whether you like it or not. Get comfortable with it because that's who you are. I remember when my girls and my son were younger and they'd hang out with some of you way back when, when they were younger. And when they would leave home, this is what I'd tell them. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. And every once in a while they'd come home and, and I could just kind of pick up just a little bit that, and I could almost name the name of the person who they were around. And I'd remind them, you can live here, they can't. What am I saying to you? Apostolic young people, remember who you are. When you go out there in the world, it's not just about you. It's about us. Because if you drop this baton, if you drop this baton, we all lose. We all lose. It's not, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't meet. I'm just letting you know what you have. Everybody doesn't have what you have. I want you to understand what you've got on the inside is not some ordinary, everyday. What you've got on the inside of you is the power of God. What you've got on the inside of you is the anointing of the Lord. And God wants to use you. And there's going to be a baton passed to you. And it's going to be your time. But when you pick it up, you make sure that you've got a firm grip on it. And you don't drop it in the sand. kind of funny because I can feel some of the younger men around there they're kind of like I'm ready for it give it to me give it to me now give it to me problem is if we 
if it was transitioned now in the moment and you're not prepared for it, disqualification comes. You understand what I'm saying to you? This, this thing is not some little thing that we're doing on 1535 Ritchie Highway. This thing is much bigger. It's not about us as a group of people. It's about the kingdom of God. And he's invested and sown in each and every one of us. Your gifting, your calling, your anointing may be just a little bit different. I wish I could preach like your dad. I'd go home and kick myself. It's like, Lord, how come you didn't give me that? He says, you're not David Wright. You're Glenn Middleton. You do Glenn Middleton and we'll be fine. So I had to get comfortable with Glenn Middleton. Get comfortable with who you are. And let God bring that anointing that he wants to put on you. When he called Glenn Middleton, he didn't say, David Wright, come up. He called my name. And you know what I realized? He has gifting, calling, and anointing, especially tailored for me. And if I try to impersonate someone else, then that discredits the whole thing. What I'm trying to say is you may not do it like everybody else. But God already knows that. But if we can become, get and become comfortable with ourselves, who we are and who we're not, And be ready when the baton is passed. Are you ready? Are you ready? This church transitioning folks. The faces that we saw years ago they're slowly not that they've done anything wrong they're going to find another place in the kingdom but they're going to move and it's going to be your turn to carry this spiritual DNA to your world You're going to have to take a hold of it. You're going to have to live it. You're going to have to learn to surrender yourself in prayer. You're going to have to learn and accept all that there is that comes along with holiness. I'm telling you right now, I don't understand it. But I do know it's his nature. 
It's who he is. I don't know about you, but I want to be like him. Lord, whatever changes, whatever alterations that you have to make for you and I to cohabit together, then I'm all for it, Lord. Our apostolic worship. Oh, there are many of you that have that touch in your life. Please, I beg of you, don't think everybody has that. I grew up in a denominal church. I knew what time church started. I knew what time the preaching was going to start. I knew what time the altar call was was supposed to be given. And that wasn't because I was so spiritual. That's because we did the same thing, Jalen, over and over and over again. So much so, everybody began to turn a deaf ear to what was being said. He said, oh, there's nothing happening there. You can't find God there. Oh, yeah, he may preach a good message, but there's no life there. I sat in a congregation like that my whole childhood. Deep down in my spirit, way deep down in my spirit, I knew nobody taught it to me. I knew that God wanted to fellowship with his people. I knew God wanted to talk to his people. I knew God had a voice and I was wanting to hear it. I was wanting to become acquainted with it. Let's not let what we have become nothing more than religion. Let's not allow this heritage, this this essence of who God is, let it not become just so everyday, calm and normal that we just take it for granted. Somehow I see Abraham in the same situation. And the Lord spoke to Abraham. He said, Abraham, get up and get out. Leave your family behind. Turn your back on what you already know. And Abraham, in obedience to God, turned his back on his father and his father's father's way of worship. And he walked away. He walked away from religion. And he walked into a relationship with God. Don't tell me God doesn't talk. You come too late. I've been in some dark places. And the only thing that could get me out of it was hearing the voice of God. If you don't learn anything else, 
learn the voice of God. If you don't get anything else out of this message, when you go home today, ask God, God, teach me your voice. Don't let this blessing that you gave me become nothing more than religion. Where I come and I just go through the motions. We sing a couple of songs and we go home. It's more than that. One of my earliest experiences. I was in a home. Was not living right. but I had been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. All the T's weren't crossed. All the dots weren't. I still had some stuff going on. Me and my mom, we kind of had a special bond, and I hadn't seen her in a long time. And the Lord knew my heart was heavy. I wanted to see my mom. I fell asleep on the floor. Fell on the sleep, brother Mike. I mean, fell, fell on the floor, brother Mike. And as I laid on the floor, the Lord gave me a dream. And in that dream, the phone rang seven times. The person answered the phone. Hello. And as they talked, they realized it was my mother on the phone. And the message that was relayed to me was, tell Glenn, I'll be there in seven hours. I hadn't seen her in a long time. My heart was yearning for her. I got up off the floor immediately the spirit of the Lord spoke to me he said not seven hours but seven days seven days from that dream my mother it was Mother's Day my dad asked her said what do you want what do you want to do for Mother's Day she says I want to see my son I haven't seen him in a while I want to see him They'd never been to Severin, Maryland. But they drove into town with Jalen, and they stopped three people in all of Severin. They stopped three people, and their question was, do you know Glenn Middleton? They'd never been here before. Do you know Glenn Middleton? They said, yeah. He started going to this church. Do you know where he lives? Well, I don't know where he lives, but, but if you'll go into Pioneer City at the Times, now it's the orchard, you might find somebody that, that knows it. So they pointed him, pointed him to uh, uh, the orchard, Pioneer City. They ran into somebody else. said, do you know Glenn Middleton? They said, yeah. I go to church with you, with him, but I don't know where he is. 
he was living over here. I don't have the exact address. Third person she runs into. Do you know my son? Who's your son? Glenn Middleton. Do you know him? Sure I do. I can take you right to him. Do you know where he is right now? Yeah, we're going to have to drive a little bit, about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, but I can take you right where he's at. You see, I know that God wants to communicate with his people. But when you're locked down in religion, you just go through the motions and all of a sudden, God's trying to let me know, I'm here for you. And she told my mom and my dad, said, follow me. Came down Ritchie Highway, pulled up on the hill, and that's when we were clearing the property. Nothing but red dirt and trees that have been sawn down, and we're, you know, trying to get rid of them. And I'm dragging, I'm dragging limbs, I'm dragging trees, you know, throwing them on the fire. And all of a sudden I hear, Glenn, Glenn. Glenn and I turned and looked and it was my mother and immediately the Lord spoke to me again he says I told you not seven hours but seven days I'm not trying to make this dramatic I just want you to know that the God we serve he is a living God the God that we have the privilege of serving, He is alive and well. And our worship and our prayer and our singing and our expression of holiness should reflect that. Should reflect the fact that He is alive. He did more than call you out of the grave. He did more than resurrect you from a life of sin. But if you listen real close, you'll hear him say, come and follow me. Come and follow me. anybody here who wants to take a hold of that baton tonight I don't care how young you are I don't care what your age is but there's an anointing that's waiting for this generation and God wants to know do you want it do you really want it I can make it real to you. I can make it real to you. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. No question in your mind anymore. No more doubting. Come on, stretch somebody. Stretch beyond your your normal position or place 
that place that you're comfortable with. We serve a living God. Those of you that have been holding on to, to the baton for a while, if you're able, I, I encourage you to just come on down here and, and, and just lay hands on them. Just lay hands on them. You don't have to pray long, but just, just, just speak the words. Speak the words such as I have. Such as I have, I give to you. I don't want you to leave empty-handed. I don't want you to leave doubting. I want you to know that this thing that you're a part of, it's alive. It's powerful. It will keep you. It will sustain you. It will revive you. It will restore you. It will do whatever you need for it to do. Come on. Come on. I don't have a baton for each and every one of you. But spiritually, there's a baton being handed. There's a baton being passed. Halabo shanta yalalaba. Hey, andalalabo shanta yalalabo korababahaya. Ilaba yandalalabo shanta haya. You've run from that anointing long enough. Come on, come on. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Such as I have, such as I have, make it real, Father. I pass it on, I pass it on, I pass it on, Father. Oh, I can run and run on, but it's time to pass it on. It's time to pass it on. In the name of Jesus. My part of the race is finishing, and it's time. It's time. In the name of Jesus. Echoes. Oh, Robo Shata. Ikaramahaya. Ikaramahaya. Nalalabahaya. I can still pray. I can still get in touch with God. But it's time for somebody to come alongside. Catch that vision, catch that burden, catch that baton. It's your time. Oh, Koromohosho, Eka Remohoshe, 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus such as I have father such as I have oh God the same grace the same grace God in the name of Jesus Come on, it's your time. It's time for you to come forward. It's time for you to step up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shekaramahaya. Polabokotobohoshata. Ika yalalabahayanda yalalabahaya. Arabahayanda yalalabosotolabosha. Jesus name. Jesus name. Yes. Yes. Come on, we're turning our backs. We're turning our backs on religion. We're turning our backs on religion. We want a life-giving relationship with Him. Such as I have. Such as I have, Father. Such as I have. Such <laughs> Take it, take it, take it, take it in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on. You may not think you're ready. But he believes he can trust you. He believes he can trust you. Grab a hold. Take it. Take it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Stretch yourself. Stretch yourself out before him. Reach for it. Reach for it. Strive for it. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Rabo yandalalabosha. Come on, the hand of God's on you. The hand of God's on you. That's it, brother. Pray, pray. That's it. Come on, the hand of God is on that young man. Come on. In the name of Jesus. You don't have to be in this just because your mom, your dad, your grandparents, 
are a part of this. You're in this because he called you. You're in this because he chose you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, take the lid off. Take the lid off. Tell him. Lord, whatever you want to do, I may not understand it, but Lord, I know you're working all things for my good. Roboshoto. Lord, touch these little handmaidens, Lord. Touch these little young handmaidens, Lord, that sit at your feet. Oh, God, touch Touch their heart. Touch their spirit, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, if you can use Mary, Lord, you can use these little ones. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Roboso. Come on. Come on. This transition is right in the middle. It's happening. It's happening, folks. All he wants to know is, are you willing to be a part of it? Sister Chris, there you go. Put your hand on her head, Sister Chris. Sister Chris Evans. Turn around, let her put her hand on your head. Put your hand on her head. Come on. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Take a hold of it. I know you don't understand it all, but that's all right. He can teach you his ways. He can teach you his voice. He can teach you what you need to know. Come on, in the name of Jesus. But he sees your willingness. He sees your willingness. Come on. You can't do this thing by yourself. You can't accomplish what God wants to do through your own effort. You've got to employ the spirit of the living God. Let him work in and through you. That's it, Declan. Come on. Yes. Come on. That's it. Yeah, come on, let that get a hold of you. Let that get a hold of you. Come on. Keep reaching. Keep reaching. It's yours if you want it. It's yours if you want it. Uh. 
Believe him. Believe him. Believe him. Believe him. If for nothing else but for the fact that he chose you. Believe him. Oh, I feel the glory of God in this place. Come on. That baton is still being passed. Somebody, somebody's getting a firm grip on it. All I ask is, once you've gotten it, don't drop it. Don't drop it. We're counting on you. We're counting on you. Don't be disqualified because you mishandled it. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we've been holding this for a long time. We've been holding it for a long time. This is who you are. This is why you were born into the kingdom. That's why you're here for such a time as this. Don't look for another time. Now is the time. Now is the time. If you're going to do it, it's time. It's time to do it. If you're going to do it, now is the time to do it. I don't care how young you are. Oh, in the name of Jesus. That's it, Sister Middleton. Do it. Uh, Such as I have. Such as I have. Oh, I feel a miracle in the house. I feel a miracle in the house. Come on, somebody, somebody that nobody has their eye on but God. Nobody has their eye on them but God. And God's going to raise them up. God's going to raise them up because they're going to learn His voice. And they're going to learn how to obey. They're going to learn how to be obedient. And learn how to wait. I didn't come here tonight to sermonize. I didn't come here tonight to give you three points and a shout. I came here tonight to deliver you a message. It's your time. It's time for you to take a hold. Oh, 
Oh, Jesus. That's it, Mom. That's it, Mom. Oh, as such as I have. Oh, I don't have silver. I don't have gold. I don't have a promise of riches, but such as I have, freely I give to you, freely. Now run, now run, now run. Now run your race that's before you. Run. Run with all faithfulness. Run with all diligence. Run. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, oh, there's such a sweet glow of his presence in this place. Oh, in the name of Jesus, such as I have, such as I have, I give unto thee. <laughs> oh. Open his eyes, Father. <laughs> Open his eyes, Father. <laughs> Teach him how to obey, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Otoboko <laughs> doroboshe. Ele mundo rololo busha na 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 baia na mai. Ondo rolo moko ramana. Ai ala na mosha na la moko ndoro busha na na baia. 
Ile mando loroboko donobosho doboko There's somebody still reaching. There's still somebody stretching to get their fingers on that baton. There's somebody oh still reaching. Oh roboshika talarabaya. Oh, in the name of Jesus. If you would with me, right where you are, if you're not in the altar, just raise your hands right where you are. Not a whole lot of noise, just not looking for necessarily a surge of emotion but we want to tap in flow with him oh yeah oh yes Lord Yes, Lord. Oh, Robo Bosho, Robocotaya. Oh, the glory of God is in this place. Do you sense His presence? Do you hear His voice? Did you hear him speaking to you? Needless to say, things didn't go exactly like I thought they would have gone. But I think we caught up with God. I think we caught up with Him and what He wanted to do, what He wanted to say. This has become a a little bit of a saying of mine. Um, a lot of us, we spend, especially on snowy days, 
cold, wet days, maybe with our family, we play board games and what have you. And there's a lot of board games out there. Checkers, trouble, risk, chess. Those of us that think we're cerebral. But I think while we're playing checkers and playing all of our other games, I think God's playing another game. And it's a game called trust. He's teaching us how to trust Him. And everything that you go through that you don't necessarily have an answer for, you don't know what's going on, in it all, He wants you to know that you can trust Him. Whatever is happening, whatever you're going through, if you trust him, he'll bring you through. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. Can I tell you how I begin my day every day? By the grace of God, I'm not perfect. I might be in the restroom getting myself together for the day. I might be in the car. I might be sitting in my office when it comes to mind. But every day that the Lord brings it to mind, this is how I start my day. Father, this is the day that you have made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. Whatever you have already prepared for me. Lord, cause my feet, even when I don't understand, cause my feet to cleave the path of your will so that the end of the day, your purpose would have been accomplished. I can't tell you that I'm in this sanctuary three hours a day praying. I can tell you, no matter what I'm doing, I could be cutting grass, God forbid. <laughs> I could be out there with the guys doing whatever. But it is my desire to keep my spiritual channels open all day long. Jamie. If I'm in a meeting, it doesn't matter. I want to be able to hear. I want to be able to respond to what the Lord is saying to us. That's every day by the grace of God. Because I know I can't do this. The only way that I will be able to do it is by the grace of God. Every day I live by the grace of God. One more time, raise your hands to the Lord. Father, I've communicated, Lord, what you've put in my heart. 
shared, Lord, what I believe you wanted me to share. And I pray, God, that whatever was said was said the way you wanted it said. I pray, God, that those words, those seeds, Lord, find a lodging place in every willing and open heart. Lord, they may not see fruit tomorrow. They may not see fruit next week. But because I know that the seed that was sown was good seed, Father, there will be a day, Lord, that it will germinate and it will bring forth and it will produce fruit to the glory of your name. Not to the will of man, but to the will of God. Thank you, Lord, for their attentiveness. Thank you for their faithfulness. Thank you for what you did here today, Lord. Give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Come on, if the Lord spoke to you tonight, come on. Let him know. Let him know. Let him know. Oh, yes. The best days. Everybody say the best days. The best days of Antioch have not passed. The best days of Antioch are on the horizon. And you are privileged to be a part of that. Lord bless you. You're dismissed.